Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. My name is Carl Donnelly. My name is Julian Dean. Good to be here. And we are podcasters. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, this <laughs> you is should a... say two, I should say vegan, and you should say idiots. Yeah, just just moving true. forward. Let's, all right, well, let's have, can we have a business conversation off air? Uh, no, um, <laughs> thanks for me. tuning in. Um, this is this week's episode with a uh, very funny Mo Omar who came on before lockdown and... Uh, Me we... and Mo had some street beef. No, we and, did. So basically uh... we got a funny message from a listener. We decided to get Mo back on and we just started the podcast with discussing that. Somebody thought there was, some, there was an air of awkwardness in the podcast, which there wasn't, but you'll find out as you hear us talk about it. Um, that's it. Thanks to our patrons for signing up. We also have two... Uh, Mo names a couple of comics... Uh, it... But we he, we bleeped it out. But their names will be available on our Patreon dot com <laughs> slash two vegan idiots. Sign up. Um, yeah, maybe. All right. Oh, that's as Julian said. That on the next catch up, Julian will air those names. Julian's happy to name. Um, so yeah, sign up to Patreon. We basically do little videos during the week of catch ups of us chatting about stuff we don't we probably would avoid on here. Um, but that is still, if you don't have to, you know, if you're not, if you don't want to, there's start, a few secrets actually we've put on there lately, yeah, there haven't are. we? A few but you know, big secrets. We know times are hard for people, so don't worry. If you, we're still just going to keep doing regular episodes. Just borrow your mum's credit card <laughs> if times are hard. Uh, but other than that, kick back and enjoy this week's episode. Thanks for Mo listening, Omar. Two vegan idiots. Um, right here we are, two vegan idiots. Carl Donnelly here, Julian Dean. And returnee Mo Omar, how you doing, mate? Hello, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having um, me again. We were just telling you before the, street, the streets have been talking, Mo. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, after you were on, um, you were probably one of our last pre-lockdown guests, I reckon. Mm. Mm. And um, and after in the episode it was great fun, but one person, one listener, got in mm. touch just mm-hmm. to say. Did I read that right? But does Mo not like Julian? <laughs> and so we decided it'd be funny to get you back on to uh, to to ask, what's your fucking problem, Rob? <laughs> I don't know what they read into that. Was there a specific moment I was really? I just I I didn't notice it at all. I don't yeah. think I don't think there was that. I think um, I think know, it was Julian the whole. Does... I was thinking it was the whole thing. The oh, yeah, whole vibe. I mean, Julian does just get that reaction from most people. <laughs> is, so is I it think, when I say, hate me or hate me, do you know what I mean? Take me or leave me. 
it's, that's when I started hating him when he kept yeah. saying that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but no, I mean, man. basically, there was no. I don't think it was. Uh, there was any animosity whatsoever. The streets no, have been talking, man. Stop saying that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this time. <laughs> Word on the street, man. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it's the only time anyone's ever um, messaged. We've had messages like people that haven't liked guests. Yeah, yeah, we've, never yeah. Had, we've never had one where somebody's gone like the guest. Like, they liked thought it. that the guest didn't like one of us. <laughs> That's a real, you know. It's unprecedented. <laughs> and finish the episode. That's the, just stay well, all it. the way to the end. Yeah, not at no point mentioned it. There was no actual <laughs> beef at all during the episode. And the guy did. Uh, he did have a laughing face afterwards, but yeah, but that's him trying to. That was him trying to sort of take the edge off. I think. The fact maybe that yeah, that's what you do. Maybe that's he's putting his own issues onto it. Maybe, you know I mean? or maybe mm. Mo hates me. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm just happy to be a guest, and I wouldn't do anything to uh, to <laughs> to shit well, on it. Well, uh, it I mean, out, I'll DM him later. The best uh, way to abuse. get a return uh, visit to the podcast is to dislike Julian. It turns out <laughs> <laughs> most people are a one-time only guest, and they, maybe a few years down the line, if you don't like you Julian, don't like me. I'm so needy. I want, I want you back. <laughs> Why didn't you like me? What was my problem? Was, did you ever do that? Did you ever ask people? And I realize now it's such an uncomfortable question. It's when you're a teenager. You're like, what are my bad points to your friends? And oh, it's, it's, it's such an annoying question to... I never uh, had any bad well, points. Being told, being told a character flaw by a <laughs> close friend, mm. that's one of the hardest things. I remember me and my... But who's better, to say they're right as well? No, like? no, but what I mean is, it doesn't matter. All right, <laughs> Julian does get defensive. <laughs> I mean, fuck them! <laughs> no one said anything. That sounded like it just hit some sort who's of... Who's to say they're fucking right when they say that? Hey? Just like staring into space, sweating. Um, um, uh, I mean, the best person to ask is like a psychotherapist, isn't it, I guess? They don't tell you anything critical, though. It's quite frustrating. And also, they don't know you. They, you know, you're, if you're sitting down True. for a session with They just a know the bullshit you tell them. Exactly. Yeah, about the heroic are... things you've done that day. But <laughs> your closest friends are the people that know you better than anyone, more than yeah, your family, because right. your family is still keeping an element of decorum around, I think. But like, an what? Of, an Ooh, element of distance. Well, I mean, my, I mean, my, you know, my family. I get on. I've got, I'm closer with friends than I am with family. That's just because yeah, my family 100%. is shit. <laughs> family is overrated. I mean, a little bit. I'm not saying. That. <laughs> I, I mean, I love my family, obviously. <laughs> it's overrated enough. That's why you're not with yours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean my kids, but um, it's nice actually at the moment. I'm so glad they get to inherit this podcast and they get to <laughs> yeah. hear their dad. <laughs> <laughs> Inherit our patrons. <laughs> That's what Julian does. Is uh, his supervised visits each week. He just plays in the podcast, to get him up to speed. And then I get I get some Zeds. <laughs> Play a few catch ups. This is me, kids. <laughs> That's about it. Same time next week. <laughs> a conjugal visit with her mum in the other room. Supervised. What I was going to say was I once got told basically that the point of that was in terms of your friends knowing you better. And I, I you know, my my best mate, Rich, who like, you know, I've been best friends with him since we were 16. We lived together briefly when I was like 21, 22 in a flat mm. in Blackheath. 
and um, it's right where I am. Yeah, it was around. It was right over the other side of the heath, <laughs> and uh, we just basically it was just it. Came, no, I was yeah, I think I was twenty three actually because mm-hmm. I just started doing open spots. Yeah, uh, and so I was out every night. I was working during the day. I was always mm-hmm. just obsessed with trying to do comedy. Mm-hmm. And after about six months, he just turned to me and said, "Mate." I think I want to move out. And I was like, why? And he goes, well, to be honest, you know, I don't really like enjoy living with you. And it was just one of the most brutal. <laughs> oh, I remember it so clearly. I took it so badly. But then like in a sociopathic thing to say. No, I think, no, but in it? hindsight, because we moved in together because we were best mates. But mm-hmm. it just I happened. think you're mate rich. Yeah, so it just happened oh. to coincide with me getting Thank a new you. big interest. And like, so I, I was just never there. Yeah. We never got to hang out. We got to hang out more mm-hmm. when I, we moved out separately. Because yeah, yeah, then yeah. we'd make an effort to meet up, whereas when we lived together, I just never saw him. You wouldn't say, I'll meet you at the cafe at six in exactly. London. Yeah. So, well, like, yeah. But well, I was going to see him in the hallway before yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> I had that with uh, with my friend when we moved. I think moving in with friends um, uh, uh, when circumstances have just changed just before is the worst yeah. thing possible. I had it when my f- friend had gone uh, traveling for a year and we had already all paid and like deposited for a house together. And so we all moved in, and then he was moving in a week later, and he turns up with a girlfriend that he's met traveling. And what, to live moved, with you? She, she moved in with us. That is an Worry absolute no, that's not <laughs> no, 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 but, but he was like, we're all best friends. So we were like, yeah, of course, man, no worries. Um, thinking, oh, she'll just slot in to what the lads were up to. Obviously, she has no interest in what the lads are up to. <laughs> I mean, Things, that is, uh, that is she threw a, a yoke. He threw it, brung a yoko ono into that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, you can't do that. You can't agree to move in with mates and just roll in with a partner. That's no, unacceptable. That's also another person. Your ad- a house really is. You've got a set amount of people. Like if you've got this three of you moving in together, mm-hmm. a fourth is a massive amount of people. Like more it in was, a small house. It was genuinely yeah. not the not, not the amount of people. It was the she uh, was a total uh, cunt. No, she no, wasn't. She wasn't. No, she wasn't. It was just like it was just like you have these ideas of how your friends and you are gonna hang out and everything. Yes. And at first it was like that, but then obviously he wants to grow up. Now he's got a girlfriend. It's his first real girlfriend. What a liberty! And <laughs> a loser. And and and, and you Stay can't even ways, bruv. You can't bully them into hang out because he he has a very right response, which is. Well, I'm happy. So, and you're like, all right, well, fuck you then. Yeah. And uh, things just peter out, and you do have to move out for you to become friends is, is again. Is he still with her? Yes. Yeah. They're, they're engaged now. Oh, right. So yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> it's a. Um, I mean, that's a, I suppose it's that thing when a friend gets. I mean, it's not so much now. We're all older and stuff. But like, yeah, when yeah. you're, like, when you're sort of in your twenties and your mates get girlfriends or you get a girlfriend, it's like. You can't help but just you. If your mates get one, you're like, "Oh, there he goes." Oh, we're gonna hang out with them all the time. Yeah. You get one, and you're like, yeah, "Of course I do," because I can't have it off with my mates, can I? <laughs> Block your mates on all platforms as soon as you get your side <laughs> team. <laughs> just one date, and you block them all. That's it. Delete their numbers, mate. On the way to the first date. <laughs> just on the first swipe on some dating app. <laughs> No, the um, yeah, it's true. It's uh, but at the same time, um, when you move back out, you're right. You do, you guys do start hanging out more, and you're yeah. like, why didn't we hang out in the house? And then, but you could you repress all that shit because that's what we did in our group of friends. That yeah. very tumultuous time of us. It was just before I started comedy, and the reason why I started comedy was because he had a girlfriend, and I was like, well, I've got nothing now. 
I've only moved here to stand up comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a real leap, mate. You could have just <laughs> got a better hobby, you know. Everyone does that, doesn't it? The, so I just started, and then like it took a year for us to speak again. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, because it was because it was like I just moved out without, and no one noticed for about a month that I wasn't in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I just got on a mega bus to London, and it was a month later. Uh, and I pay, and I paid the first time. The that first you got time off the mega the bus <laughs> <laughs> on a three-hour Five journey. Pounds. <laughs> the the so yeah, and then and then like it took, I paid the first time, the first payment of a month's rent that came out. And the, so when the second one came out, I was like, dude, I haven't been there. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I've, I moved out, and they're like, you can't just move out. You didn't know, so if I no mean, one's noticed my absence... I mean, I might be on their side. I think I'm situation. on their side there. I do think no. you've you just bailed out the yeah. house and cancelled the direct debit. Yeah, I do think no, you're no, meant no. to give notice. Because there is, because it, it was a three, it was a three-person house, and there were still three people living there. Ah, and, and they were all she, paying and, rent. And no, 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 and she wasn't paying rent. I know, but I mean, you're not. You can't just. It's a free I mean, bedroom house, and what you were paying for one of the bedrooms. I mean, a conversation might have been handy for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Involved. Okay. So, but a conversation would have happened in the first month. Uh, the second month, I kind of went, "Oh well, this this is no longer my problem." Uh, and I just yeah, yeah. Just you're not it justifying it. <laughs> I am. I, I, I oh, okay. Justify. It was no longer your problem. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, because you were living somewhere else. Yeah, you're. Oh, right. I get it now. No, no, hey, no, mate, it was totally it's, fine. It's, it's it's it's. This was during the. Unless you're on your mega bus. It's no longer my problem. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I might have moved wrong. You owe them I a was, grand, mate. I don't know yeah. them a grand. The house rent was like four hundred quid. Okay. Oh, where was it? It was a really shitty house in Bristol. Um. The 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 and it was just it was just because like I when we wanted to rent uh the spare when we wanted to rent the spare room out we couldn't because it would have been too many people because that would have meant five people were in the house right so, so she was staying there rent free I mean that should have been addressed definitely for, I, for five months so I was like I mean, oy, and, I, and we were always told oy, she's oy, looking oy, for oy. a job she's looking for a job and I was working like seventy hours a week at a Holiday Inn like fucking oh. being emergency taxed constantly. So my mind was just like I'm broken. Like I, I come, I keep coming home to these people having fun, and I'm just going back to work the next morning. Oh, yeah. And that happened every day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's some be, resentments there, and that's why. Yeah, I might not been justified in my. But your revenge. Yeah, I was just <laughs> like, was to leave the city <laughs> <laughs> and not tell anyone. I mean, I'd argue, I'd argue you did balance it out quite well. There. Yeah, yeah. No one noticed. I, I, that I'd argue that you. Thing. One nil to you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Two um, one. Yeah, no, like, like, like. After we all uh, uh, re hang it, started hanging out again. You were gonna uh, say reconnected, I think. Re yeah, out. I forgot it the word. Wanky. <laughs> <laughs> after we reconnected on social media. Um, no, no, no. It was, it was his, his dad passed away. Right. So like, we all started oh, hanging out. Three again. nil. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Um, what happened? And so, but now him and her, uh, they're engaged. Yeah, yeah. And we've just learned to like, we hang out. When we hang out, it'll just be me and him hanging out. Yeah. And we'll she no longer speaks to you. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so, I have no interest. Um, have you ever. But... Have... Oh, no, so go on. What are you going to finish? No, 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 please. I was going to say, basically, have you ever had a friend, a good friend who's got a partner who just does not like you because i know i've i've i had one i think now um i think we're all right now but um <laughs> for a number of Sounds years like i was not uh in her good books 
Yeah. But it's a weird dynamic because I, you know, it's that thing of like. He, How come? Why wouldn't she like you? Just um, some. But basically... You got drunk one late night, <laughs> walked her to her car. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was basically. I think there was always some resentment between her and uh, and his friends because she ah. thought we were bad influences. So it was her her issues then, yeah. Yes, mm. and then I think I compounded that with uh, just my sort of swearing at her. Well, no. <laughs> getting in her face, <laughs> <I> egged her <laughs> house. <laughs> but, bad influences, are we? Or you <laughs> drinking her? face in the tires down <laughs> no but i am um, basically when i went for a pizzas to her house we had issues with how my the breakdown of my marriage and then my sort of behavior after that when i just sort of went off a bit off the rails you banged all of our mates that's only fair isn't it you banged <laughs> all of our mates. i suppose if you if you if you don't if you have a if your partner has a friend who you think is a bad influence and they become an even worse influence because they're off their head on drugs yeah I, I suppose around, that happens doesn't it like the partner be... can think the bad influence thing is the main reason why they wouldn't like a mate isn't yeah, it yeah. Well, what has it got to do with them that's the thing like we don't control i feel like i've never seen a guy actually they're called abusive boyfriends but when a guy says i don't like that girl you shouldn't hang don't out bring with me her. it's it. seen as bad like, yeah it's seen as like you're too controlling but when it's the other way around it's always like she cares so much oh no no like, shit was very much everyone thought she was too controlling there was yeah. no, there was are no, they still uh, together they are still together, yes. I just never understand. But things are fine. That. Last time I saw him, actually, it was a nice. Uh, I was like, maybe we've all grown up, and you know, sort of. As you downloaded Tinder to his phone, <laughs> <laughs> just came up from the toilet. Something. There's a little line under the toilet <laughs> on the so, system, mate. But then you accidentally fucking tucking, boy. <laughs> <laughs> little bit of yayo sunshine <laughs> like uh, i've always been the i've always been the bad Fucking influence boy. friend really so, uh, yeah yeah i always i i get along with the girlfriends when they're new and then and then and then, then they realize what a destructive force you are <laughs> then, <laughs> then you leave them in mountains of debt and the wreckage the wreckage of 400 your past quid, mate. 400 quid compared to five all over. you said no you city said city to city you did say two months until two months but i paid the first pounds. one oh, okay. i paid the first one so i paid the first one and no one even asked me like no one like you know you oh did you like because it was all going into one account and then we're all paying yes. out of that account so i paid it into that one I haven't had a conversation for a month with them. Yeah, no one yeah, has yeah. noticed. So, Checkmate, like, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like I was completely justified in my one month. The second month I was just like, nah, good I'm you not. can do that. If you can justify that, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way you operate. I've, I honestly... I mean, me? Were... I'd feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> me? <laughs> Uh, that's not true at all. I think that's right up your street, Julian. I'd have burnt the house down, mate. Some guy's got his girl over for free. There was, there was. Do you know what? There was, there was, there was, the, the moment, the moment when I stopped having uh, any sort of like guilt over it was one Christmas. It was that Christmas when um, I was staying there because I was working the Christmas shifts, and um, they came back for one day because they'd gone travelling, and they came back. And the house had a meter that you had to put money into. Yeah, yeah. And so I was saving the money so that I could like use like my laptop and charge my stuff. And I was at work most of the time, but I wanted to. It was like maybe like two pound thirty and less than that, but I was skint, so I was just saving that and keeping all the lights off, everything off. Yeah. And then one night I'm in bed, uh, and they come in, everything gets switched on, and then the next morning, bye. Uh, I wake up, I try to like turn on to charge my stuff and it's all just gone. 
And I'm just like, they didn't replace it. They didn't. It was, mate, I was, the, the, there were multiple moments that I built up to the avalanche of that yeah, 400 yeah, yeah. quid I wrote off on yeah. there. Uh, so fuck you, Julian. All right. And you know what? This time I don't like it. <laughs> I just wanted to know. So round two. The streets, the streets are going to be talking again afterwards. Man. What, um, no. What's it like working in a Holiday Inn? Oh, mate, it was amazing at first. Uh, like For most the first things. 10 minutes. No, no, no. It was like, it was like, cause, cause basically we moved What did you have really, to do there? I was the business. I worked in the business and conferencing. So basically just a waiter, um, and like cleaning up meeting rooms and sending oh, them yeah, up yeah, yeah. for like, do you know when you like people get too many points on their license? Oh, speed awareness to... courses. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. That's what they do. So there was a really famous guy who came, not, um, not Badil. No, there was, another one. uh, there was, a, there was like a one who used to be big in the Donald 90s. Trump. <laughs> what, hang on, what, a comedian? Yeah, a comedian who was like, his dad had to drive him in because he had gotten too drunk and he had like he'd he'd gotten too many points and he had to do a speed awareness or something. I and did my speed awareness in a Holiday Inn. Yeah, so they're all they're always done there. The, the that was always fun to see the people come in shamefaced and then like they're all drinking out of plastic polystyrene cups. <laughs> they'll just sit around. And, uh, but then there was also fun times when like do you know Nisbets. The company, bits. they do like appliances for kitchenware and stuff. Right. They have like a sales awards every year, and they had one hour for them. Um, and they spent so much money, like like they put like eight grand behind the bar, right. and their people were absolutely rat ass. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. like people were like, what? And like the only time that I saw people more rat ass than that was when we had our Christmas party. And they had to shut off a part of the holiday and to keep the employees in. Whoa. And because because people had been working all year, like fucking hours and hours, and then people all this pent up energy, and they were allowed free drinks, and people just went, Poof, and it just blew up. And like like if I found out that one of the managers was sleeping with an assistant and another manager from another department, and they started fighting, and there was like a guy who passed out in the toilets, and there was like Wicked. it just went. It it was it was proper like. And this was the time when, like, I had just like I just started drinking, so I could I still I still I was still a I was still like an audience member to people getting that fucked up. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And like and like there was like a fight, several fights started, and then we all ended up in Bristol City Centre where we were all walking into this club, and I was the only one who wasn't allowed in, even though I was the most sober. What, and so why were you allowed in? I just wasn't allowed in, and so because you yeah. your age. No, no, it was because it was, was it definitely because I was the only black guy. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was definitely that. But then there was this really pretty girl in the reception who you kind of just think like they're, which is my fault for thinking that. They wouldn't you let you of, in because you're black. Yeah, because everyone else was fucking hammered and yeah, yeah, yeah. falling about the place and they just let them roll in. And I just walking in behind, I had my ID ready and they were like, sorry, wait, you can't come in. And I was like, why? Rudeness. I'm, I'm sober. And what and was their the, reason for it? Um, like, they basically, they, they just kept saying, you're not allowed in, you can't come in. That's... And there was a there was a girl who was arguing this this girl that you think that you would never give you the time of day, who like everyone else goes in. She was the only one who stood behind. And she was just like screaming in his face, which is which is when white women use their power because she was proper yeah, in yeah, his yeah. face, pointing at him, just daring him to do anything, and he's proper like leaning back. And uh, then she refused to go in, and then she made everyone come out back, come back out, yeah, yeah, change venues. Just and I was like, you guys don't have to do that, like. It's all right. And then she was like, no, 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 no. We're not fucking giving any money to these fucking shit. And it was, yeah, it was. How it was did that feel when she was defending you? Did you think like, oh, good. She's doing. Yeah, that. of course. Did you f- yeah. 
Yeah, well, you didn't well, think well, like, all right, chill out. I almost well, got battered. <laughs> right, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I almost got beaten up by a bouncer in Galway in Ireland once because they exactly exactly the same thing happened. My mate Dell is Sri Lankan. Mm-hmm. He didn't. We were all walking in and we were wankered, mm-hmm. and they said. But in Bristol, though, you wouldn't have thought. I, I yeah, I mean, have, but even like, this was in the west that. of Ireland, what mm-hmm. twelve years ago or something. But yeah. so even then, like Galway is sort of thought of as like the metropolitan, but outside yeah, of yeah. Dublin, it's like the sort of hip studenty part. Yeah, and my mate Dell <laughs> and my mate Claude, whose uh, family's from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Walking in, and everyone's rolling in just shit faced. There was a big mm-hmm. group of Irish lads, but in, ahead of us, who were pissed. And mm-hmm. the bouncer just stopped Dell and Claude. Obvious, mm-hmm. it's obvious what's going on. Yeah, yeah. He said, You can't come in. And my mate Dell went, Why can't I come in? And the bouncer just tried to think up an excuse. And yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. absolutely true. He, said, he, said, yeah. he looked him up and down and went, Your jeans are too long. Like that, right? Which is so messed up, it's funny. <laughs> what if you went, what, what if you went, That's messed up? And you looked down and his jeans were like his a jeans meter. Are just all fucking, they're like hanging. A meter under his feet. <laughs> like it's a tripping hazard, mate. <laughs> I can't let you in. Well, I, fl- I, just, I was battered, man. And I just, I flipped out on the bouncer. I tried mm. to use my power. It turns out, in my power, I was going to get mashed up by a bouncer. <laughs> But we, no, um, yeah, you, we ended you, up, yeah, we ended up sort of. Just, women are we, better at screaming at bouncers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he was going to fucking kill me, and then, <laughs> but we we obviously refused to go in. But also then we weren't allowed. It's going to be allowed in because I just called a bouncer a cunt to his face. But um, <laughs> they, it was they, it was brutal, they, man. Just seeing it in real time of like, yeah, I know because you don't but, you don't think about it, do you? And like, but I, I, it happens. You see it enough, happen, it's like fuck. This goes. It happens on. quite regularly enough that, especially in Bristol, it used to happen quite a bit. That I kind of got used to. Oh, I'll just walk home then. And most of the time, because oh, you're with know. work colleagues, um, you just they just they'll just go. All right, then sorry, and they'll just go in. Oh man. Um, and and you, <laughs> and you I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> So rude, mate. I had that in when we went to Gravesend. I was like 16 trying to get and all my mates looked older. They all got in this over 18s and I took, mm. I'd already popped an E in the queue. So oh, I'm pulling out mate. my head and, and I, I couldn't home. get in. And my one mate, Dean, mm. came out with me and we mm. got a cab back. But um, good story. What were you no, saying? No, no, no. But that's, 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 it was horrible. Like, if that was because of my race. Like that would have been, a, it's a whole nother level in it. Like, yeah, yeah but up, can we just acknowledge that any moment of sincerity Julian has, he undercuts himself by going, cool story, bro. It's like, yeah, yeah, who's yeah, the yeah. other voice there? That's Julian's background. <laughs> just in the back of his mind. You can't be serious. Story. It's a joke. Say a fucking joke. <laughs> uh, it's the constant noise in his head just there. But yeah, man. Um, no, it's, it's, it, that's why I hate clubbing. I, I just, I, I, I'm glad never... in a way, cause I, I'm glad I didn't get into that rave scene cause of that. Mm. Like, cause mm. it, I wouldn't have wanted to immerse myself in that anyway, really yeah, in, in hindsight, you know what I mean? Cause all those boys are now done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But me and my mates used to have a, like, you know, if it, if we were, if somebody wasn't let into a bar or club because of something insidious, like, mm. you know, light race or something mm. that was you know we all as a gang you then go on the attack yeah we yeah. did my have son, a rule my son sees it a lot because he's the only white kid in their group a lot of the time and yeah yeah he they just it. let him in yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spends a lot of time in so clubs obvi- on his own so obviously he enjoys the environment and the vip area and and parking close to the play you know he enjoys all of the fruits <laughs> <laughs> his father's um, genetics. I see you, boys. I see you tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> 
So I told him to drop them and enjoy life. <laughs> yeah. But he but he sees it a lot. He was telling me the other day that these couple of um, travellers, not all travellers are like this, obviously, just 90% already. No, they're not all like this, but <laughs> they walked up and they talked to Bo. They didn't even look at his mates. Really? They, and then they said to one of them, um, I'll fight you for the roll-up. <laughs> but they didn't even acknowledge them. Well, just, you could ask for a roll-up, mate. You don't have to yeah. have a fucking And then there was this kind it. of posh white middle-class guy mm. telling all of his mates, um, yeah, you'll have to leave soon. Like this really posh guy. And Bo was like, yeah, it was crazy, man. I didn't, you don't realise that does happen. Well, you know what I mean? Because I think, and this, you know, it's because now we're in dis the discussion about racism, especially mm. like just, you know, it's not, and we, you, you, you are talking about bigger forms of it, uh, the sort of institutional stuff. I like, saw it when yeah, I was a yeah, kid. Especially with my in London as well. We forget in London, we always think of it as this sort of utopian multicultural. Yeah, thing. yeah. We forget that's not true at all, man. There's mm. shitloads of still like, in race. For example, um, do you know the Phoenix Artist Club? Yes. Which is that venue? I, was, um, I always go there to write with another comic. Every, like, he's a member, yeah. and I always just go as his guest. And sometimes I'll just wait at the door for him until he arrives. And then I'll just walk in with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this one time, this one time I was just like, oh, I just need to, to use the bathroom. So I just ran in quickly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't even get off the bottom step. And this guy walks over to, just walks over to me and is just like, hi, mate, um, can I help you? And I was like, I'm just here to use the bathroom. I, by the way, I've, I've seen this guy several times before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, like, I've just been there, sat there. I've seen him walking him around. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'm just used about them. He's like, oh, it's for members. And I went, yes, I understand. Uh, my, my mate's a member. He's like, who's your friend? And I went, I don't think, I w why would I have to give that to you? I've, I've never had to give that to anyone. Yeah. And he was like, I'm just, I just want to check if they're a member. Yeah, it's, I was, and I was like, it's okay. like the Karen thing, isn't it? When you see the videos of yeah, the Karens yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but walking his dog in Central Park that time. And yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's it's not even a cat. It's, it's that smile. Do you know that? Are you yeah, cool? yeah, 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 yeah. Patronizing. You know yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on in their head. Yeah, like and going, Do you know? Do you know this is a member's bar? It's like sort of <laughs> really patronizing tone. Like you, you should know. have just said, "I own the bar." It's basically, he's basically <laughs> looking at you and saying, "I don't think you're." Uh, but the membership isn't that expensive. It's like fifteen quid a month. It's yeah, not no, it's cheap like... as shit. And he would never, he would never like kind of label himself as a racist either. Yeah, yeah. He would never me. If, you know, I, what I mean? when I called him out for it, he was just like, no, 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 no. I was just, and it's just that that, that triple no. Do you know, like, no, 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 no. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then, Maybe and he then... heard you d don't pay rent or something. It's <laughs> 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 mates of all your the people you fucking shafted over the years financially. <laughs> Every year, the exactly. You any, you any, I think there's people. way more of that in the kind of middle classes, upper classes. Mm. Oh, the sort of, of attitude, the working classes, unlike council estates. Undercurrent of racism, definitely. You don't get that as much on council estates. It might be more overt. If they're racist, you'd know about it because they'd be. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also like, you know council I mean? estates will be much you know more diverse. With. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's way more diverse, and people just. You know, they don't really see them like the differences as much. Well, it's like, you know, I'd say there's a lot of it in comedy of like quite wealthy white middle class comedians who are very vocal about racism. They've yeah. just bought a house in an area that's predominantly 
black mm. and Asian that is now being gentrified and then people are being forced out by people like these white liberal comedians buying the houses. Yeah, that's, that's but they're, the on, they're online going, black lives matter while fucking... I know. The family that's... you just fucking forced out of the city. <laughs> so I think, much of that. did they, mate? Because you bought their house. The, the, what's it called? It's, um, what's it, it's more of, I think it's more of a class thing when you look at it, when you actually zoom out. Because... Um, that the divide in comedy is actually a class divide Definitely. and it's yeah. always assumed that because uh you're black or you're asian that you're working class a hundred percent and that's a liberal thing that's a middle class liberal thing of like yeah. that patronizing thing of the assumption that anyone who's not white must have mm. grown up in like a single parent even if, <laughs> even if they went to like oxford or something yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you, it must have been so hard for you yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, the yeah. chin that's the chin they always cool. yeah. old jimmy hill chin comes out <laughs> hard for you but uh, it's uh, i mean i'm fascinated by that but again that comes from those people mm. who act like that having grown up in very mm. sort of sheltered like backgrounds you know they would have grown up in the home county yeah or just even you know some people would have grown up in parts of london where like it's like that you know what i mean if you grow up in fucking wimbledon village mm. you weren't you didn't really grow up in multicultural london did you you know what i mean no that's true i mean but... there are working class racist the uh, people as well obviously you know what i mean like... <laughs> doesn't want to take it away from the working class yeah, yeah <laughs> they yeah, do I have mean... their own <laughs> exactly i mean they're good at it too i'm not saying that they're it's not. a ball of racism with xxx on top yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like but, you homegrown know, like, drink. council estates are got very multicultural obviously and everyone's on the same kind of you know mm. it's not as uh bad as like the posh white people with their the, judgments the, and stuff. I just I just want to I just want to experience posh because I've experienced like when I went to a, uh, a law firm to do a talk for basically I was doing a reading about this kid who was who basically grew up here as a, since he was like four and when he was like he was 17 18 he got into trouble with the police and um, he basically got arrested and then the government decided to deport him Oh, back yeah, to yeah. back to his home country, which he's never he doesn't remember it. He's like he's a London through and through a British kid, and uh, so the this re- refugee charity is trying to stop his uh, dep- deportation. It's like no, he's a British. You should arrest if he's going to do time. He should do it time here. But yeah, yeah. not only did he do time, but he did time for longer than anyone else would have done. He was there for five years Jeez. for what was essentially like a misdemeanor because yeah, they yeah. couldn't they couldn't decide whether to try him as an uh, a foreigner or as a as a UK person. Um, and then they're trying to deport him back to that country. So I was reading out his testimonial uh, because now he's out and he's like trying to he's an advocate. So I was reading out his testimonial as his, as him. And uh, so I arrive on the day to the law firm uh, and genuinely, I always know when you walk into a place, into a lobby, the amount of people that are about to surround you, they're almost like <laughs> knocking to each other if you slow down. Because <laughs> four people are just like speeding towards me before I even get to the reception desk. And then I just have to, I'm like, I'm here to do a talk for the, uh, this talk about the refugee thing. And they're like, yeah, yeah, um, I don't think this is the place. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the place. Because it's, and they're like, okay, um, we're looking around. There's nothing, pa-. I was like, I know this is the place because my director is on her way. Yeah, and yeah. she's and, she, and I called her up and I put on loudspeaker. She's like, yeah, she, and my director was this really posh woman. Um, who was really nice she would like basically help me learn how and she was talking on the phone and then they believed me like it was suddenly yeah, like this yeah. crisp voice was on the phone was well, it's, it's like they, they, yeah you needed the endorsement like, yeah yeah to accept it 
it's, it's like a, that scene in Pretty Woman, isn't it, where they won't <laughs> serve her. <laughs> exactly like Pretty Woman. That's what you remind me of. You've always reminded me of her. What's her name? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Uh, a, a hooker. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no. Uh, we, we could talk about something lighter, though. Um, it's like, interesting. Like, it's interesting. You know, people know it happens, but you still need to hear it. I think. You yeah, know, um, it's. I've, do you know what's really been happening recently? I did a few. I did a few gigs for this amazing ch- uh, charity called. Um, basically, it's just uh, uh, no direction home. It's just like it's this gig. I don't know if you've done it, you guys, but basically, it's about teaching refugees well, how to yeah. do stand up. <laughs> <laughs> it's teaching to cover a month's rent. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna let this go, are you? It's fucking six years ago. Yeah. Um, they so basically, um, they teach stand-ups refugees how to do stand stand-ups how to be refugees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, le- we're learning on the job, yeah, mate. Cool. <laughs> this, week we've got, this week we've got dinghy training. <laughs> you got to make a boat out of a fridge. <laughs> They, and so and so basically they do these gigs and then the headline is always a stand-up and um and normally it's normally it's just anyone like R- ramesh has done it yeah susie ruffle has done it everyone has done it. and then i did it and then the the the, the same point started being like oh he was a refugee himself but the line started getting mixed and it started sounding like I had learned on this course and now was a professional right, yeah, 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 and then yeah. I started being described in some like things uh, advertising the gig as refugee comedian. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. And I'm like it's a good angle man. Well what is that what is a refugee comedian? <laughs> like where I exclusively do Calais travels to gigs on on a bit of wood. <laughs> Fuck, I, just, yeah. I just kept reading because jumps over the wall to get in the venues. <laughs> <laughs> he refuses to perform anywhere he's allowed. Yeah, yeah. He exclusively only places he's not being allowed. <laughs> no, uh, it was just a weird, um, a weird title to have, refugee comedian. Because like, yeah, yeah. it's it's you always want something like oh yeah, because because I've been like some people have described me as like Welsh Somali comedian, Somali Welsh comedian. And then now, now through my own actions, I've gone back to refugee status, uh, yeah. the comedy circuit, which is which is nice in a way. It's nice for the charity because it, but for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I suppose you don't want it to then spread for every gig. You don't want to be. You don't want to be listed at the comedy store as the refugee comedian, <laughs> <laughs> just coming in with tattered clothes, like <laughs> <laughs> going around it after you're set and with a little sort of paper cup. Going, Can you help me out? Putting tissues like, down on the chairs. Do you know that old trope when it's like, it's nice to be out anyway. Yeah, actually. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's good to be here, guys, because uh, yesterday I was I was in Calais. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good to be anywhere. <laughs> it's Yeah, it's funny. I mean, that thing of, I suppose it's that people love a label for a comedian, don't they, sort of? Yeah, yeah. You know, it used yeah. to be. To be honest, it's got better in the sense of at least it's now more specific. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, like, early 2000s, any black yeah. comic was an urban comedian. It's like, yeah, yeah, hell, yeah. Man. Now it's like, oh, he didn't pay one month's rent once. Yeah. It's, no, it's no, default just, cost. It's the rent dodger. The rent dodger. Rent dodger comedian. Hey, you guys ever live in a house and not pay the rent? 
Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, I suppose if you do that material at the refugee gig, there's going to be a few people. Who'll be saying, yes, I have actually. Actually, um, yeah. <laughs> he said what we're thinking. <laughs> it's the most niche observational stuff ever, isn't it? Um, oh. but, but yeah. Um, so so yeah. That that that's the end of that topic. Yeah. Uh, that's that's. <laughs> Where are you living now? Uh, I'm I'm at home in my sister's place. Um, well, everything collapsed, didn't it? Because you I live mean, out, which, um, which area of you live out west, don't you? I did, um, and then um, I basically tried to move out, um, and then that didn't work. Because weren't you in uh, North London when we did? No, it was West we drove London, wasn't it? To... Out sort of where was so, it? Um, I was Hall. in South Hall first. That's it. I remember. That. Oh, and that then, is it. Yeah. And then I tried to move to Finsbury Park, and then. I couldn't, so I moved uh, to where my sister's place in Canterbury. Um, Canterbury. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird area, Canterbury. Like, it sort of feels mm. like it's in between loads of bits. Where is it? I don't even know where it is. It's Yeah, it's in yeah. oh. I live, like, down the road. I mean, my sisters have a really nice place. It's, it's like, down the road from the Mildmay Club, um, where they recorded, like, Oh, could you know now? Don't know. Don't you love me again? No, okay. Oh, that song, yeah. Uh, uh, or, or Stuart Lee's comedy vehicle. Oh, okay. yes, 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 yes. I was um, trying to do something much more general, but typical comedians only know the comics. Uh, I do know, know that uh, tune, actually. Won't you love me again? Yes, that's one. Yeah, yeah, I know. When he's dancing and he's, and he's wearing that gold chain and a black jacket, it's all filmed there. It's a really cool Malmö yeah. club. It's a really cool place. I've never yeah. been in there. Because it's another members club. Oh, oh, yeah. We know how you get on in those places. I'll come and get you, I'll come and get you in, man. <laughs> you don't have a membership either. Exactly. Okay. Just roll in, just being white. I'm a member. They're like, cool, man. We believe you. Cool. Where's your VIP card? Just show <laughs> this me. This is my VIP card. Just point bro. to your face. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, um, the, the no, it's nice. It's a really leafy area, and I've gone into running. Um, so it's really nice to run around in and like. It feels very safe. Like South Hall, um, always when I was running through it, I'd have my, because I have my phone in my hand when I'm running. Yeah. It was always this element of like danger. Like yeah, yeah. sometimes here I'll run it up to Liverpool Street. Um, and that's when it starts feeling dangerous. There was a guy once who was like, I crossed the big road and he crossed it with me. And then I crossed it again and he crossed it with me again. A lollipop man, they're called. <laughs> <laughs> Nice guys. <laughs> the, 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 and, and there was also like the ones, this lady actually in Dalston who was following me. I've still got the clip because I put it up on Instagram. Um, this woman just going, you fucking shit, you fucking, and just following me. And I had just finished the run, so I was knackered. So I didn't have the energy to keep running. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just barely trying to outpace her. And she's just like, you fat fucking, and she's just like no, swearing right. at me. And, and she's just a trying, bit of a... I think so. I think so. Um, But apart from those few crazy moments, most of the time people are like, it's really like, it's actually quite a youthful area. You'd think like most people can't, our age can't, but most people who live here are like yuppies. Okay. Yeah. So so everyone's working from home. So every day of the week, it just doesn't seem like they're, I'd love to live here, like actually be able to afford a place here on my own. It's like it's it's proper. The houses are nice. The people are, the people are smile. 
And were you there I, during lockdown? Were you there the whole time? Of yes, yeah, yeah. Which which was insane because my room was tiny, and uh, <laughs> and I just started losing it. Did you guys lose your minds at uh, any point? No. Towards the end, a little, a little bit, a little bit. Um, it was all right though. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I felt I elated really. for most of it. To be there was, honest, yeah, there was periods early on. I was like, "This is nice to have a break forced on me." And then I got in the middle. Then I had a, we had a baby, me and my wife. So that's obviously she had to duck out. <laughs> then it got a bit much. But no, but then I, once that settled down, like, and actually it was still going on, and there was no gigs. Mm. It was all, then I started getting a bit. Not, I thought it was a bit. It felt a bit bleak. It felt like there was no end in sight, and mm-hmm. I suddenly started getting a little bit dour and a bit concerned for the future and then sort of yeah. weirdly as i've started gigging again mm-hmm. thing, and things look like they're starting to pick up even though there's still mm-hmm. a lot of rules you know there's still Mate, no... instantly from my first gig i was fine again yeah. but uh, up until that point i was basically an open wound because not only did i not only i had just become like full-time technically so i was just like making enough money uh, that i was like uh, and then it happened i'm yeah, and then like so, and the place I used to work was this restaurant in Farringdon, where Jishu, and that's where I used to like they. That was the only job I'd had for years. Yeah, and uh, they used to pay me like every day would be like cash in hand, and it was like it was it was really luck. It was really good for doing gigs as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I basically had just after that the restaurant shut and the couple moved back to Canada. And I was just making enough money from that that I could live day to day. And yeah. I was do, doing teaching assistant stuff, but I was like trying to keep that on the minimum. And then that was my backup plan. So I had the teaching assistant stuff on my backup plan. And then the lockdown happened. So the gigs went and then the schools closed. So yeah, that's the backup yeah. plan shot. Um, and then the, uh, what's it called? The Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you crashed at your end? We can hear you. No. I, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so basically, I uh, and then and then so that's the backup plan shot. And then I tried to get jobs at like Sainsbury's and Little and all these places, and yeah, I just kept yeah. getting rejected. And it was like sometimes I do the exams and I'd fail the exams, and I was yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. am I failing a multiple choice for, for <laughs> Sainsbury's? Tick all, all of the C's. It works. <laughs> Is that it was true? Just like, yeah, hundred no, percent. I just don't... I thought that was a system that you. <laughs> I got told that years ago actually, and did it a couple of times. <laughs> By someone who's no, no job. It doesn't work. <laughs> By some stone nutter who's not got any work. Um, yeah, so no, that was. Could you, so, what were the exams then? There must have been. It was just like stuff like, like, oh, if you have to be at the till of this, but this produce has just arrived. And it's like all this like scenario based right. challenges. I've got my lunch break, mate. <laughs> Do, you... <laughs> Do you think, fuck this and go for a coffee? <laughs> the... <laughs> Do you take tw- they, they, crisp basically, 20 yeah, out of the was... till and put it in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> the. The, I think it was like, because I, I was at that very dangerous point between uh, when you just start being, I've heard this in loads of podcasts from other comics, where the most precarious time is when you're going from zero to one in regards to like uh, making enough to live off. Yes. And if, and if something knocks that off, it feels like all the Jenga pieces, which were very precariously held. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of collapsed. Uh, luckily, I, I, I um, most of my bre- most most of my most of my breakdowns were in private, or to my agent, who I was just like, "There's nothing ever is gonna happen again." Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, do you yeah. know, it's just like I'm sure of it. I quit. Let me quit. 
and luckily yeah. she didn't let me quit. Um, I really thought I, would, I wouldn't be the person who basically has a breakdown at the age in front of their agent, but right. it wasn't even in Edinburgh. It was just me at home. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no. Apart from the first gig came back and I was fine again. I was just like, oh, there's 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 stuff you're working yeah, on. Yeah. So it's fine. I think that's it. Like you know, even though I think. There's still a weirdness at gigs at the minute, and so like mm. some, I've I've done quite a lot in the last couple of weeks, and mm. you know there's a air of, you know, audiences still not being sure of the rules, and like yeah. you know every club's different at the minute, and there's a lot of bitching going on between clubs about oh yeah, have you and, seen that? A lot yeah, of rules. So, mm-hmm. so like there's a bit of that going on, and it, it feels like you know it doesn't feel like everyone's on the same page so mm-hmm. there's still that when i'm doing the gigs i'm loving it when i'm on stage but off stage it still feels like it's a bit too much mm. uh just noise going on so that's the only point of concern currently i've got i can't believe that clubs have been shitting on each other like yes yeah, mental it's, at a time when they should all be you know best friends like no one's making yeah. any money so um Who's, do you know? Do you know who was really nice is like Mark from Top Secret. Yeah, yeah. Who, who um, basically I was asking because I was looking around for spots because I was doing that live this stand up live this is what's it called stand up for live comedy. Yeah, yeah. And I just needed spots anywhere, so I was just emailing around. And he was look, going back through his diary because so like they had to start from their diary from when they locked down. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing all of that. And um, I sent an email of thinking, oh, he probably won't even see it, let alone respond. And he responded at like 1 a.m. He couldn't give me a spot, but I was like, 1 a.m., this guy's on, yeah, 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 he's yeah. awake. He's like dealing with... Um, he's a grafter, I mean, isn't he? He's a grafter. And also... Like, he owns nice. the place and you go in, you see him up a ladder putting a light yeah, bulb yeah. in and stuff. Mm, but having yeah. this is genuine. Like, I've, this is the thing. He's, his club is one that I saw a couple of people, other mm-hmm. promoters, mm-hmm. sort of mention like worry like saying that they're not doing enough like in terms of measures i've played top secret a bunch mm-hmm. of times since lockdown sort of comes mm. coming to an end i've yeah. played a bunch of other clubs top secret mm-hmm. has got the most precautionary methods out of any yeah. club i've played so that they, they, they haven't been down there they've just seen a couple of photos yeah uh, yeah and uh, from an angle yeah, yeah. Like, they had the police there every week checking they've got them, them every and week and they, they're taking the advice each time the police go in and say right mm. okay this is what you've got going on we think you can maybe just tweak this they're, so they're constantly mm. updating it based on the advice yeah. you know they're doing loads and more and yeah. I've, I, I actually yeah i've played other clubs where it was definitely not there was nowhere near <laughs> as many measures yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 sometimes just feel cosmetic um and and i just felt bad for him because it's just him like uh, uh and uh, when yeah when we saw other cl- when we saw other promoters shitting on trying to trying to knock him off and you're like he, the amount of shows this guy's doing yeah and um yeah, it's it's such a weird time. Comics are all eating at each other. Well, that's another thing. I mean, to be honest, that's been happening throughout lockdown. But I think, you know, that's sort of something that. Mm. That's a quite. I mean, that is quite a new development. I know it's probably social media, but I know when me mm-hmm. and Julian started, comedians sort of, you know, we'd had a bit of a bitch about each other behind closed doors, or mm-hmm. you know, you'd have the odd people would be like known as a bit of a knob or something mm-hmm. in dressing rooms, but there was never any sort of digging each other out like publicly or anything like that it was really yeah you know so i think it's a that's a real like the last decade that's become a thing where comedians sort of feel like they're it's all obviously it's a solo sport and you're all in competition technically yeah it's never felt like you had to wear that heavily and actually 
point out that it's a it's a competition now online yeah, you have to lance someone else to, to yeah there does feel like a, you know generationally people that have mm -hmm. grown up on social media now mm -hmm. doing comedy are much more comfortable to just like sort of i find it hilarious the comic i've heard i've read this so many times i haven't been doing comedy long but what i think is yeah yeah, yeah. They're just like and they're just like you should have stopped the, the sentence when you haven't been doing comedy long yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of them are talking about the open mic circuit as well and just Definitely. calling it comedy like the circuit. yeah yeah. when it isn't no exactly it's not, not like putting saying, it still... down i mean i did it for a couple of years obviously everyone has everyone to has do to it. do it but it's like it's this idea that um they're treating you do like i don't know i've i'd like i, I was i'm so con I'm, I'm trying to make a living out of it so like getting involved in discussions that like when people are arguing about whether a joke is bad or not and uh and saying like like w w when you see when you see basic open micers who are podcasters and i'm not giving him his name i'm not giving his name airtime give his but, name no 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 i'm not giving his name airtime because it's it's what it's what he'd like but it annoys me when they called out duca for a joke which was just a joke oh yeah yeah uh, sorry I, yeah because i didn't see the actual clip or the show but i saw no, people no, no. having a it, bit of a go online about... yeah exactly and most of them haven't seen this clip most yeah, of them yeah. haven't seen it. It's just everyone's giving an opinion and everyone's just doing it because they want that job. Everyone yes. wants to be on that show and it's jealousy being hidden as a social movement. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's like, boys, can we all just be honest uh, that, we, that we all want the same job? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just it, say, yeah, just... Why, am, why aren't I getting booked for that rather than, well, yeah. I can't believe they said that. You can, we can say that. Well, yeah, I saw yeah. some comedians sort of yeah, some comedians who are quite, you know, contrary, and they would be sitting there yeah. sort of saying they, they don't want anything to do with the mainstream media. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. they're digging out a comedian who's on BBC Two for saying a joke. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. Well, if you don't want anything to and do with it, why are you, been why are you it. pitching in, mate? Just sitting watch. there watching it for a start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah, just... I wasn't watching it. I didn't know anything about it until yeah. it popped up on my feed. And now people, they're right. They're basically writing little blogs. Uh, fucking, when did comics become bloggers, bro? Is that that's exactly like I don't. I've genuinely, mm -hmm. I've never ever on any any topic on earth other than comedy mm -hmm. have I thought I need the opinion of a comedian to get this right. <laughs> I Literally, know nothing. Not no no cultural issue, no social issue, nothing. no political issue. Comedians shouldn't be trusted with their opinions because we're yeah. fucking idiots by and, trade and, and fucking narcissists. Yes, who only care about Except for me. Their yeah, own definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, said I agree. Every mm. we've always got. There's always a angle that we're trying end to get. point for us. Yeah. Everything we're doing is to like comedians. Everything you do as a comedian is to get mm. something, isn't it? Like yeah. we be it a laugh or be it another gig or be it a show. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. You're always there's always Just a purpose. agenda, isn't it? Totally. Mm. You're the most agenda driven fucking people on earth. So to trust them with a political or cultural view is one of the strangest things that's happened in the yes. last decade. And, and and also the about turns comics will make online totally are amazing. It's almost yeah, like yeah. this the level of the the lack of self awareness in one week saying one thing and then the next week going but here's an addendum. Yeah, and yeah it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. they just they just they just talking out their ass. Yeah, and I feel like since gigs stopped, this has been happening loads. And the moment gigs are coming back. I can't believe there was that guy who retired 
who said he retired and he's he wasn't even a proper stat he wasn't even on Who's the circuit. That? I didn't I don't know. Oh for, I, I don't want to say his name because okay. I re- I refuse to give his tell name. Tell us one we've got to stop recording in a sec, so I've got to go. But okay, yeah, tell, yeah, us, yeah. Um, tell us both of these names after we go. <laughs> so be, the names will, will be available patrons. on our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he basically said he's retired. Two quid a month. Um but he was an open he was doing so you think okay, you're really. funny with me. And I was basically and I've basically just started I just yeah. started making it. So he can't, you can't retire from something. No, of course. No one like was me saying I'm a retired for. professional footballer when I played five <laughs> aside for a few years. That's essentially what he's Retiring, saying. quitting it's called, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Giving up. <laughs> and his whole excuse was, I just want to play to my audience. And it's just like, what? Before it you go to any. Never found, yeah, never found his in the audience. mirror. <laughs> Back to the kitchen sets. Oh. No, but yeah, um, it's weird, yeah, man. I agree. I think it is a weird. There's a weird time currently, and I think I don't think lockdowns helped. I think it's people have spent too long on the internet, and now they're they're just looking mm. for an argument to pass the days. So I think yeah. hopefully mm. things will chill out. You know, we've got yeah. bigger fish to fry at the minute. You know, there'll be things like the American election and stuff that will, you know, distract people's attention from arguing yeah. about petty little things. Did you so. watch the debates, anyone? Last I watched morning. half an hour of it this morning on a telly. I watched really? the whole thing in the night. I just woke up exactly the same time it was starting. It's exactly mm. what today. What happened was exactly what you would expect to happen. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah, aftermath was exactly it. the same as you'd expect. People. Going, the moderator, Chris, is that his name, Chris? He was fucked, mate. You can act. He it. wasn't really in control, was <laughs> he? <laughs> well, you can act it like literally, like Trump constantly. They should have got Megan Kelly or or I don't know someone a bit harder. Yeah. He's, he's, he was. He lost control a little bit, didn't he? Um, I, I don't. I will say, like you know, the bits I watched, it was, um, you know, Biden. It's going to go the way it is. Trump's the sort of loud interrupter, chat mm-hmm. shit, won't answer a question. Mm-hmm. Biden's going to be boring to the point, whatever. But yeah. there was a bit where Biden just went, "Oh, shut up, man!" I was like, That's <laughs> "That was quality. That was the funniest thing he said." He said it with a smile on his face as well, which was. Biden seems very mumbly though, doesn't he? Like, like in saying the wrong words and stuff for a so- Not as much as Trump. Trump's more like. Yeah, de- definitely, yeah, but Trump. Yeah, I mean. There's they're definitely like room to criticize. Yeah, they are. They're, they're both fucking in their seventies. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't. My dad wouldn't be able to answer those questions because <laughs> <laughs> he's eighty-one. I wouldn't trust my dad to run a country. But, but Biden got are. elected fifty years ago into politics, didn't yeah, he? He's yeah, been yeah. in it yeah. for fucking long it's, time. Yeah. Uh, they should have had Alessandra or AOC, uh, or Cortez. That that, that lady. Uh, she her on one side. She's too divisive, mate. She would have. Yeah, mate. That's the Biden, point. What you need is Biden. Is the boring option who they they basically the Democrats are so scared. They want to kind of replicate Trump with him, maybe a little bit. The same kind of age. No. The same, they but want, with different. They wanna, they're trying to replicate Obama, is what they're trying to do. They basically because <laughs> he white. was Obama's vice president. <laughs> they want a white Obama a white version. Totally. Because you know, basically, what you want is. They want a safe pair. I of don't hands. mean in terms of policy. I just mean in terms of look. You know what I mean? I think. No, no. I think. Want... I think you're right about the one thing because he has a Biden. Biden has Obama as his like. Yeah. He was his. He was vice well, he president. He was his VP for years. Yeah. yeah. So, so the have you seen that SNL sketch when he's like when they're playing him and they're like, I've got a long rambling story, but anyway. Long story short, Obama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's that's basically it. That's what they're gonna do. Do that. They'll win. The, they'll win the sort of the Democrat vote, and they just he's uh, he's such a boring, safe pair of hands that he'll probably just win a bit more of the centre, and that's I think what they're hoping. That's for. all you want. Do you want the country to go a little more to the centre because everyone's totally. going to the right? 
Yeah. And it's One like, thing about Biden, though, he lost his wife and his children in a car accident in the 70s. It made me kind of think, oh, fuck. I'm, you know what I mean? It's hard to not like someone that that's happening. Why did you make me smile? You're like, you're like the proper... I'd He's say been through so much, though. Voter, Julia. <laughs> easily swayed. Don't give him matter. Don't care about the policies. He lost his wife. I'll give him a vote. There we go. But it's like, I mean, I can't vote, luckily. But no, I, luckily, um, and you should not be allowed I to always, vote. I mean, I've always liked game. Marianne Williamson, but I don't know about politics, though. I've always. I think, I think I'll try and vote as refugee comedian. Yeah, yeah. Mo Omar has made it again into another um, state. Anyway, we've got to wrap it up. Yeah, and that I, was my attempt after, at wrapping it up. After all. So after me literally saying never ever listen to a comedian's opinion we all shared our opinions on the American election <laughs> so vote Trump bye everyone <laughs> cheers, spoil man. your ballot paper bye um, thanks for having me no yeah cheers for coming on again mate mm, no, and, no, uh, thanks clearing, for coming on and squashing for, your beef with me exactly mate. clearing up the uh... starting a whole a whole new one <laughs> um, and <laughs> People can people can just see you. Yeah, you're on the BBC show this week, yeah, right? New. Yeah, it's on iPlayer. Uh, stand up for live comedy, uh, uh, and also I've written it down so I don't forget. Uh, BBC Sounds becoming Welsh. My my half hour is coming out. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a storytelling half hour because we couldn't get an audience into a room. Uh, <laughs> but it, but it sounds really nice. So nice. Uh, and where's that available on SoundCloud? The BBC Sounds app. BBC Sounds. Oh, sorry. You're, you're such a dad, that. man. It's you're a very good app. When people say, you know, there's some nutters who want to defund the BBC. Is that available on email? <laughs> um, the BBC Sounds app's quality. As yeah, is. yes. BBC, BBC 4 I don't, is I've, no, I've never had show. it. It's basically, yeah. it's, a, they, it's where the BBC puts all their podcasts now. And it's, oh, um, okay, cool. they, just, they make some amazing documentary podcasts. Yes, The one yeah. about the Berlin Wall. That was I can't just quality. listen to it, though. Well, what's it called? What do you mean? A documentary. Why? You got a sea shit in it. No, mate, I love it. That's what I don't. I don't. I, the only podcasts I listen to are basically documentary podcasts. So. The, the, you don't watch stuff though. You told me you yeah, can't Julian, watch anything. What, at length, that, you just get distracted. Yeah, I watched Insidious the other night. In, I watched a film from beginning to end the other night. Insidious. Oh, well done, mate. And I couldn't go. I couldn't go into the kitchen and get my stuff out of the dryer. It's a scary film, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I mean, that it bit. It wasn't um, as scary. I thought it'd be scarier. It didn't shake me up like Blair Witch Project did. But, but there's bits that are just like there was a bit I remember from mm. that film where just she's in the bedroom and she just sees a guy walk past a window. I remember that, that was a, myself, that was good because he went that way outside the window twice and then that Fuck. way inside no, the window. It was rough, innit? it? Yeah, that anyway. made me um, cry actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mom. Um, right, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Mo, yeah. thanks for coming on. No, cheers. Thanks, man. And we'll see you thanks. again soon. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we'll see you at a gig, guys. And thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. Peace yeah. out. Take <laughs> Yes. No, no, no.